Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Merry Christmas! And welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast. Thank you so much. You all have been so amazing in your response to our interview last week with Nico Hulkenberg. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, and this week we're going to bring to you Sergio Perez. So yes, Sergio Perez is with us in this podcast. And I am still searching for my favorite Formula 1 joke since last week. Because that's what Nico Hulkenberg has asked me to crack. And (laughs) it took me a while, but this is what I came up with. So Formula 1 asked Mercedes, what are you waiting for, Christmas? No, we're waiting for New Year, said Mercedes when they were choosing Rosberg's replacement. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, this week's episode is really exciting because we have my favorite Sergio Perez with us. And he's going to tell us about his favorite and funniest radio messages. So that's definitely something to look out for. (laughs) And in another first, we also have a bite from one of our favorite listeners, Lucien, all the way from Australia. So hello, Lucien. We're looking forward to that. We also discuss Felipe Massa's possible comeback. Christian Horner asking Mercedes to grow wings and bronze comments on road relevant engines. And there's also a very interesting comment from Liberty Media on the millions and millions that Formula One spends. Actually, let's start with Lucian's bite. So he's a musician. He's recently launched a new album. I remember hearing it. And he's been listening to us for three seasons, if I remember right, since 2014. Either way, this is what Lucian had to say about Formula One and about the Inside Line Formula One podcast. Hi, Matilla and Canal. Lucian Byfield here in South Australia. My favourite Formula One team is always McLaren, despite my bitterness towards Ron Dennis for how he treated Prost and Montoya. My favourite driver of all time was Alain Prost, but Fernando Alonso, since Bahrain 2006, has really captivated me. Formula One, the reason I love it? Well, I guess it's because I went there many times in the 80s and 90s to the Adelaide Grand Prix. The burgers, the sounds, the sights, the smells, the Foster's girls... It was such a carnival atmosphere. What keeps me interested in Formula 1, though, is psychology. I love how talent can be affected by the mind. The Inside Line Formula 1 podcast is so funny, yet you guys are passionate, insightful, and you come up with some fantastic angles. You do have a few too many lame dad jokes, but hey, I have them too. My favourite Formula 1 message was going to be Montoya and the deer. Then I heard Nico Hülkenberg say that. So I will go with Mark Webber in Britain. Not bad for a number two driver. Formula One jokes? I can't think of any. There is one motor racing joke or payout that always seems to come up about how racing is boring just going around in circles. But I can't think of any jokes. And as for next year, I'm disappointed in Nico. I really hope Alonso, Vettel and Ricciardo can do something. 
Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Lucien. And we really hope that we can keep you entertained in the off season as well. <laughs> so back to Mercedes. It's been an interesting turn of events, Kunal. So it seems that Valtteri Bottas is now likely. But you know, only for a year with an option to get either Vettel or Alonso on board in 2018. So 2017 might be really, really boring after all. <laughs> <laughs> and the beauty of this is that Bernie Ecclestone thinks that 2017 could be boring as well. He also thinks that Lewis Hamilton could win it all, and I really hope not. Ross Brown has said that Mercedes will not be affected by the new aero rules. So basically, we have to count on Max Verstappen to make next season interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in another interesting turn of events, Felipe Massa may be back in the Williams Formula One team. That is, if Valtteri Bottas goes to Mercedes, because Williams say that they need experience, and in any way, I think Massa in Formula One is always awesome. Kunal, it'll be the shortest retirement ever. <laughs> <laughs> From the shortest ever world champion in Formula One to possibly the shortest retirement, <laughs> Felipe Massa is one lucky guy. And talking of luck, he has had luck every single time, but for when he needed it the most in 2008. From almost retiring and ending his career with Ferrari, he actually joined Williams. from almost having a life and a career threatening accident he actually came back to formula 1 and now after a full and formal retirement with all those tears and goodbyes he might still just be back <laughs> and we thought jensen button was the one on a sabbatical <laughs> but anyway this is awesome news for us but not so much for pascal verlain so we know that he's been snubbed from force india and now possibly mercedes and even williams that is absolutely a shame for him <laughs> and you know pascal verline must be feeling like absolute shit through all of this i mean of course a verline and stroll partnership might be too inexperienced for williams in 2017 i hope somewhere pascal knows why it's not been working out for him and you know nico rosberg has gone and supported and called pascal as the future of germany in formula 1 etc but i am still stuck on felipe massa and if felipe massa can make a comeback why not jensen button he's a great ambassador for the sport he's anyways indicated of taking a sabbatical and not knowing what he wants to do next season i think even a button would be brilliant i'd love to see jensen button back but thankfully we're still not hearing anything about a certain pastor maldonado making a comeback <laughs> with williams that too <laughs> <laughs> so of course maldonado has got certain target teams you know teams who will want money over talent and points and all of that but for us kunal i think it's going to be thanks but no thanks pa <laughs> pastor <laughs> and as for mercedes we've said this before and we say it again Valtteri Bottas isn't really a brave choice and I'll tell you who could be a brave choice Carlos Sainz Jr maybe of course <laughs> even Valentino Rossi for that matter the doctor himself so he was touted to replace Felipe Massa in 2009 after his accident why not now and uh, if Rossi was to come back to replace Rosberg there wouldn't be much of a change in the timing screens though because Ross will replace ross <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant kunal but either way rossi's focus would be to win back his moto gp title 
So unfortunately, perhaps not this time. <laughs> Back in 2015, so we remember that Mercedes had said no to Red Bull Racing for engines. And now life has come a full circle because Red Bull Racing is saying no to Mercedes for Carlos Sainz. <laughs> <laughs> so Christian Horner's advice to Mercedes is grow wings and sign up Verline. And in fact, Pascal Verline is the driver who's clocked more miles than any other driver on the grid on the new Pirelli tires. Anyway, in all of this, Lewis Hamilton has said that bases his contract with Mercedes. the team needs to discuss his new teammate before an appointment and uh, he's actually been very bold about it he said that the team could get an alonso or a vettel and that he would beat them all which i think is absolutely awesome although on alonso i, I remember this very interesting hint that he gave he said that i have experienced with certain individuals in the past which i would strongly advise not in a team to have that scenario and we all know who he was referring to <laughs> hint hint <laughs> but honestly for formula 1 and alonso and hamilton pairing would be absolutely awesome for 2017 yes and even more so because formula 1 has marketed 2017 so aggressively faster cars better looking cars and whatever else and at this moment it seems that the only interesting pairing we could have is in 2018 with a possible hamilton and sebastian vettel and i always believe that formula 1 keeps testing our patience <laughs> the one driver well former driver whose patience will be tested in 2017 is nico rosberg So now Kunal he's worried about how to fill the void in his life. <laughs> he's already delivered his first motivation lecture, you know, from what I saw on social media. But honestly, did Nico Rosberg not see this coming? <laughs> It's so strange. And that too already. It's already. it's been what a couple of weeks. So I also read that Nico Rosberg wants to be a driver manager. And frankly, he should actually be a driver coach because he's one of those drivers who finally figured out how to beat lewis hamilton <laughs> mclaren will not have a title sponsor in 2017 kunal again <laughs> so kunal i'm just going to go ahead and make a list of everything else they won't have in 2017 either so of course jensen button sorry and podiums and victories and <laughs> and even probably fernando alonso if they do not perform alonso will depart and uh, at some point we all expect him to wake up from his nightmare and i hope it's not 2017 van doon has confirmed that he will be using number 2 as his number in formula 1 and that's actually an interesting choice of numbers don't you think maybe he's just sending us a hint on what he believes his role at mclaren is you know <laughs> the number 2 driver <laughs> and uh, ferrari the team that has actually hired very expensive and has publicized the number 2 driver uh seem to be only 10% behind mercedes and 3% behind red bull racing in terms of performance said jean tord you know former ferrari mastermind if i may call him that and if that was actually true i don't think they would have been some 40 percentage of points down on the other teams i mean <laughs> specifically mercedes Finally in the business of motorsport news World Rally Championship signed up with Red Bull TV for live streaming services. So rallying might not be the most interesting live form of motorsport to watch but this is a disruptive signing in my view. 
and of course Ross Braun has said that Formula One needs to rethink its road relevant engine approach and uh, that if we were to be logical and if we were to go down the road relevant route electric engines would be the future of Formula One. Kunal, that makes me wonder because you know everyone's talking about how Formula E is the future. Why the hell are we wasting time and effort talking about Formula One? <laughs> <laughs> Precisely what Braun said that he thinks that Formula One will have to rethink their engine needs and think if they should mirror what the road cars need. But anyway, I wonder why Formula One doesn't think about overtaking the same way and. I guess since road car driving is all about driving within limits and in your own lane and in fact road car driving doesn't have much of overtaking and I wonder if this is why Formula 1 at this moment doesn't have much of overtaking as well. <laughs> the ad that Mercedes issued certainly agrees with that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go ahead and ban the Verstappen which effectively is you know cutting lanes on a Formula 1 circuit. <laughs> So recent comments from Liberty Media go down a similar route. So they've said that Formula One needs a change in culture and that millions are wasted on competing on technology and that fans don't actually gain anything from this, which is pretty pertinent. Yeah, and uh, Liberty Media is contemplating introduction of a cost cap, an old idea that never saw the light of day, I think thanks to Ferrari. And uh, frankly, a lot of other sports have survived on a cost cap. And uh, I'm sure Formula One can work on a model for itself as well. Yes, it's not an apple to apple comparison when you you know consider it you know with other sports, but I don't think it's entirely out of whack too because the two big issues that Formula One faces at this moment is that of costs and that of disproportionate earnings. And and I think somebody's going to wake up, smell the coffee, and say, "Let's go ahead and make this change." So over to that part of the podcast which we're all waiting for. We spoke to Sergio Perez on the eve of the Brazilian Grand Prix and we asked him about his favorite radio messages and his funniest moments in Formula 1 and here's what he had to say. Sergio, welcome to the Inside Line F1 podcast and we're so happy to have you. And since I'm a big fan, I'm going to call you Checo. I'm totally taking that liberty. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what is the funniest radio message you've ever exchanged with your team? Uh, that I given I I did once a joke about that I was running out of fuel and uh, I did that one in Japan 2011 with Sauber. Uh, they didn't find it too funny, but it was just the last lap, so so it was just uh, a bit of fun. Uh, we were doing a, a great race and a great result, and yeah, they were just happy. <laughs> so despite all those electronic sensors in the Formula One car. Checo could actually try and fool any... In fact, try, Checo <laughs> did actually fool Sauber for those few very minutes. That is just evil. <laughs> how, how interestingly evil is that? Checo, tell us, what is the funniest radio message you've ever heard, you know, from any team or any driver? Um, probably Kimi. Kimi seems to be quite funny sometimes. <laughs> I'm so happy, Kudal. My favorite driver likes my other favorite driver, <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> And finally, Checo, tell us, so what is the funniest Formula One joke you've ever heard, you know? Especially because this podcast is all about humor in Formula One. Oh yeah, I know many. Uh, <laughs> there are many out there. Uh, I think uh, it's hard to pick up one, but there, there are some good, good moments. 
that's it i'm going to catch hold of sergio sometime very soon or checko sometime very soon and make sure that from all those formula 1 jokes that he said he knows he delivers at least one on our show <laughs> at least he didn't tell you to crack a joke on his behalf <laughs> like <laughs> nico halkenberg <laughs> <laughs> on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in we've upgraded our systems in the off season and you can probably hear the both of us better and clearer and on that note we will see you after christmas yes we remember we are supposed to bring to you the inside line formula 1 podcast award so you should look out for that in the next couple of weeks and just another reminder you should follow us on itunes audio boom and even facebook thank you very much A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at godaddy.com.